this is Christoph Kemper with the Link Building and SEO Podcast. I'm the founder of Link Research Tools, the creator of Link Detox, and I got one of our very, very special guests, very special customers and partners and friends in the show here today. His name is Rick Lomas. Rick, who are you? Why are you coming through? What do you do? Okay, well, thank you for the... Uh you know, special intro. That was great. Uh, well, I'm from the UK and I've been interested in technology uh, since I was a kid, really. And I became interested in the internet uh, back in 1996. Um, and that was when I made my first website. And by 1999, I was working with a company which is now known as uh, British Insurance Services. Uh, and their main product was mortgage, prote mortgage payment protection insurance. Um, and in those days, there was no Google, there was no Uh, you know, there was no penalties. So we just used uh, AltaVista and Lycos. We just spammed the site with loads of backlinks and made some money. Um, so with my newfound SEO knowledge, I decided to move from the UK to the French Alps in 2001 uh, to work both as an SEO for myself and also to play bass guitar in a band. And that's pretty much what I do today. Uh, I really like working online because it gives me a flexible lifestyle Uh, but in a way, sometimes I wish I'd stuck with British Insurance because they sold it in 2008 for an estimated 25 million pounds. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's me. What do you do today? Right. Today, I... I What's a connection to SEO, link building, link audits? Okay. Well, I, I work pretty much on, on my own, but I also have uh, outsourced some other jobs to other people. Uh, I work under the name Indexicon on the site indexicon.com and it's primarily focused on helping clients with Google penalties uh, or, or helping clients to avoid Google penalties more like you know, that's the better the better yeah. one. So there are really two types of clients we have. One, ones who just want a one-off repair job to get their visibility better or get rid of a penalty and ones that stay with us on an ongoing basis. Um, and for these long-term clients, uh, I, I help them get more traffic, more conversions, and generally make more money. And mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. mainly what I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You've been one of the first LRT certified professionals, one of the first LRT certified experts, if not the first, I don't remember, actually. And you fixed, you helped fix how many penalties, how many manual penalties, manual actions did you fix in your career so far? I, I think I've done something like 67 manual penalties, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, mostly inbound links, but I've also done some thin content and pure spam ones as well. Mm -hmm. uh, algorithmically, it's a little harder to say, but... Uh, I've probably done hundreds of those now. Uh, mm -hmm. I, and I kind of do that on an ongoing basis as well. So just to keep people mm -hmm. safe. So quite a lot, I think. The ongoing basis, that's something interesting. So you do maintain or, or keep an eye on their backlink profile. Yeah, what I do is I use uh, link research tools. I use uh, link alerts, which are mm -hmm. set all the time. So that if any strange links appear, then... I can deal with them straight away, uh, mm -hmm. either make them better, get rid of them or disavow them. Um, and then I generally, depending on the client, I will run Link Detox uh, once a month uh, just to check everything's okay. And usually you find with some of the bigger clients that the the Link Detox risk does creep up naturally every month. So, mm -hmm. you know, I do have to go in there and, you know, actively disavow links every month. Um, yeah. So, I mean, for that, for that, uh, That's that's a that's a really good model for me because uh, you know it, it 
it, it keeps their site safe. It gives me a, a regular income, and it's uh, mm-hmm. it's just it's a really nice feeling thing. You know, a nice way to work. I think mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. you're not fixing broken things all the time. You're just keeping something going. I suppose right, like right. I suppose like maintaining a car. I suppose. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or doing the backups. You know, if you ask an IT manager, sure. would you like to do your backup only once a year? He, he <laughs> you like you're you're coming from the moon or something. Absolutely. Or accounting. Accounting. You do your accounting on a regular basis. You don't simply fix it after three years of doing nothing and then do nothing again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This this is really important with clients who uh, who. Well, I do offer a service where I also, I also build uh, links for them uh, on, mm-hmm. on a on a monthly basis. But mm-hmm. quite often, people will want to build their own links as well. And <laughs> so, there's a kind of education that goes in there of you know trying to uh, educate people not to uh, go crazy with anchor text and uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I've, I've, yeah, that's uh, so yeah. There's a kind of education for the actual mm-hmm. client as well. So I I, th- I think it's a really nice it's a nice product to offer actually mm-hmm. do you educate them also on the on the on the on the recommendation that we have to simulate the risk of a link before they actually build it or buy it um with the lrt sometimes sometimes yeah mm-hmm. um quite often you get people looking at these uh you know these outreach agencies uh who claim to do proper outreach and you know people like the hearth and uh mm-hmm. what's the other big one um can't think now but just give them an order to build new links yeah and, and and the the, pr- the problem there is you don't actually see the link before you've got it um yeah where you know that there are similar agencies uh mm-hmm. there's there's two in the uk that i really like where mm-hmm. where the, the whole process is what they'll do is pretty much what i would do if i had the time which was uh, i'd find link opportunities using the lrt tools uh i would do outreach using pitch box or something mm-hmm. um and but what then what they do is they come back to me uh, a week later with a with a with a list of places where they can get a link so mm-hmm. at, at that point i'll say to the client or the client will say to me you know do you think i should get these links so i'll just mm-hmm. put them into the link opportunities review yeah. tool uh and i can straight away say yeah go for those two mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. and the real advantage there is a lot of these places sell sell the links uh, going by Moz Domain Authority, Moz Moz DA, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and and of course the DA thirties are the expensive ones, DA tens the cheap ones. Uh-huh. But what I find is when I put them into the LORT tool, the Link Opportunities Research tool, what I find then is that it's not always the expensive ones uh, uh-huh. that are the ones to go for. Uh, yeah. You know, so that's exactly. so that they they like that because they're not spending as much money as they thought uh-huh. they had to because uh-huh. they they were uh-huh. told only a DA forty link will work. You know, yeah. when yeah. in fact a DA ten might be a better one and more relevant and safer. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, did you actually see my video where I where I openly say to not use DAPA for evaluating links? I did, yes. <laughs> ah, okay. And yeah, uh, that's a very... Uh, it was about time that after five years, you know, back then, five years ago, when we had Power Trust and compared it to DAPA, I put it in some blog post, but I realized m- most people, you know, might not have read it or, or are still using it, and I see a whole industry of link builders and link buyers, link sellers use DAPA with a very unreliable metric because it's... Build on the wrong, or not wrong. It's a, a too small index. And if you 
calculate numbers, if you calculate anything on, on not enough data, the result is also not useful enough. And this is, I think, the big difference between Power Trust and, and DAPA. And on the other hand, Mars is so popular and everyone knows them uh, that they use these metrics, I think. And yeah, yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, it is a sort of thing that, you know, clients want to know about. They go, yeah. hey, what's the DA of that link? You know, yeah, yeah. and it's, you know, I'm thinking, oh, you know, it's taken four years to people to stop talking about Google PageRank, you know, and it's going to take another... <laughs> they talk about it, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to take another four years for people to, to stop thinking DA is the be best metric in the world, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, which, which is interesting because Rain also uh, announced that they want to build the biggest and best link index of the world uh, in his interview, which I think, you know, is a great goal. Uh, on the other hand, um, you know, <laughs> I, I spent the last 14 years which is 122,000 something hours just building link research tools, building links, building link knowledge to building the best link tool in the world. And this is not something that you build in a year, whatever the money is, you know, there's no shortage of money. There's a shortage of people that can execute and build something really, really great uh, in, in good times. So I have my concerns that, that this will change something. And so I, I started to actively advise people to, to not look at the APA alone. I mean, you can still have it in there if you want. It's just... It's just like patroning. If you want patroning data from 2013 or, or, or before, we still have them in the database. I even thought about selling legacy data of patroning, but what's that worth? Five-year-old data? Mm. You don't want to work with. And I think I agree with you, uh, four years minimum. I think the problem is that all, a lot of education, a lot of trainings, a lot of blog posts from the past are still around. And people refer to five-year-old blog posts as if that would still be... Uh, valid. I think there's this idea in the market or in people's heads that just because something worked in a certain way, it will continue to be like that forever. And well, this is this is yeah, this is one of the problems really is uh, you know uh, p particularly when you start working with people in different countries, you, you find that their SEO their SEO knowledge is is years behind. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, strangely enough, you actually find that some of that old school SEO does work. In, weird places you know uh -huh, um, uh -huh. whereas uh, i think it, it does work again mm. like you know some some spammy tactics always over the years started to work again i remember when in 2010 uh the forum profile links the xrama links started working again like crazy for well almost two years until penguin shut it all down mm -hmm. uh but they stopped working before. They stopped working in 2008 i think for two years so they, <laughs> google had something in place for that um yeah I just outed myself as a big link spammer, didn't I? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, I, I mean, you can still get, uh, oh, I shouldn't really say it really, but uh, uh, Joomla.org, mm -hmm. uh, the, the actual forum there, you, you, you can, well, you can basically use use the uh, the strongest subpages tool, the mm -hmm. LRT tool. You can use that to find to find the strongest uh, uh, page of, in the forum. And there's about three that are really amazing, um, and you can put your link in a in your forum in your, in your signature there. It's a follow. It's a follow link, and it's it's a really good link. <laughs> you know, oh wow! You know, um, uh, you're ready to share those great forums that you spam your links into? No, I'm not. You can, <laughs> can, fi can find them yourself. You know, but how? 
with the strongest sub pages tool is a good start. Uh-huh. And then also uh-huh. what also uh-huh. what you can do is you can get you can get that list of uh, domains. Sorry, that list of URLs from the strongest sub pages tool, mm-hmm. um, or even the BLP to be honest. And then you can just put that into uh, into Link Detox in the uh, Link Opportunity Audit mode, and you can find out which one of those pages would be best for your site, uh, and then go get a signature there. There's a slight mm-hmm. trick to getting the signature there because you're not allowed mm-hmm. to do it first time, but mm-hmm. all you have to do is make three posts. So, mm-hmm. and then and then you can add your link to the signature. But you know, that's a good link. You know, for people mm-hmm. stuck on Google Page Rank, it's a PR seven. <laughs> if you get the right one <laughs> yeah folks for all your listeners out there this is not something that we planned for this whole instructions and tutorial style you can tell that rick wrote a lot of case studies and worked with link research tools for so many years and actually i think this is a good way to mention that we offer new trainings also the lt certified professional training four times a year minimum we'll do it in in vienna beginning of september we'll do it in las vegas uh, PubCon, PubCon time around the, the 11th of November. We'll do it in uh, Brighton probably next year and we'll do it and maybe some other US location. The fourth date, I'm not sure yet. It's probably uh, German in, in Munich. So we have a little bit of a coverage mm. and I think... That, that is something you know where I would even love to have you, Rick. There, would would, would you like to join a training with me and, and be a co-trainer or or just sit there and, and discuss all these things? I would absolutely love that. I'm quite happy to uh, uh, to help help train. Yes, I, I'd love that. When you say Brighton next year, do you mean next year or do you mean September? Uh, I'm no, no. I mean, I mean April. September is so packed okay. because right, right before that we got the the Mexico, and right after that we got the SE Oktoberfest, which by the by the way is a good way, a good reason to to mention the SE Oktoberfest and the LRT challenge, where we give away the last ticket to the SE Oktoberfest. And there is a whole, you know, if you go to www.linkresearchtools.com/seoktoberfest, you will have all the explanations. But it's sixty two really really expert people with lots of knowledge and uh, a whole week spending basically in a think tank with them uh, i cannot i cannot emphasize enough how much that series of events of, of, of think tanks has helped my business rick i'm not sure if i ever told that but i i learned so many things that are in the product that uh, we use in link detox things that of course you know if you were if you hang out a couple of days with ex-googlers um a little bit of idea uh, you can get over a beer or so about how things work and i think you know this is just one example here but i i yeah i actually mean uh, april the april brighton and yeah f- for for those listeners um, rick has never been in a training with me in person you did the video training. You did the, a lot of case studies working with me. You, of course, worked with the software, but you've never done that in-person training. And you are so skilled already from sucking up all this material, right? Thank you. Thank you. I, I have been using LRT since uh, December 2013, I think, which uh-huh. is uh, when I fixed my first uh, manual penalty. <laughs> yeah. That's how you got to, to LRT, right? Yeah. Well, what happened to me was in 2012, uh, I, I had this website that, was a lead generation site for for uh, camper van hire in the UK, mm-hmm. and 
I'd I'd spammed it so badly, you know, but it was making it was making me a fortune. I was just, you know, I was earning, you know, oh, ten thousand pounds a month just for lying on a beach in Spain, you know, and it mm. was uh, wonderful days, really. But uh, uh, Penguin One took all that away with a with a manual penalty, and that was only even a partial penalty, and that was. But I still lost all my income overnight, and it mm. it took me nearly two years to recover, and I I. I'd, I'd almost given up, really, uh, and then I think I started using LRT in December. It's just when you'd done the Genesis um, um, algorithm. Yeah, and, uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, and I, I think and I think Boost had just come out as well. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. And, yeah. and I, I actually started clearing penalties, and uh, I actually cleared someone someone else's, and they paid me, so I could afford my next month's subscription of LRT. <laughs> and, that, and and it was and it was and it was then that I actually managed to clear my own penalty. And uh, uh-huh. yeah, and I've I've not looked back since. It's uh, it's uh-huh. you know, and that's when I decided that that was going to be my niche was uh, you know fixing penalties rather than uh, uh, you know just spamming my sites and mm-hmm. trying to make as much money as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it feels better. I sleep better at night, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can understand that. And it's certainly something where you help people a lot. I, I think uh, talking to you and thinking about all the work you do and knowing all the things that you know, um, it's it's important to, to emphasize how specialized you are. You said it yourself, a niche. It's specialist knowledge. It's, it's not like you know, a tax advisor where you have millions of tax advisors in every country, uh, or at least in the bigger countries. Uh, it's not like accountant or, or some generic knowledge. It's very, very specific knowledge that has, you know, is not only online marketing, it's not only SEO, it's not only links, it's link penalties, it's, it's audits, it's making sure that things doesn't don't don't break that you know it 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 is managing risks for 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 companies that are not even aware of those risks and so i would i would say that this is a very very um uh, important and valuable and sought after skill that people look yeah. for and, and and need to hire i I, 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 of course, try to train, you know, in our trainings, we try to train in-house people, we, we train SEOs, we train, you know, recently now with the bigger plans, you know, for big brands, if you're a big brand, you need a big brand account, then you can send your team to us, we train them as part of the subscription, the training is included, that's a 2000 euro value for, for the two days of training that they get unlimited for you know if if an agency sends 10 people then those 10 people would go for free for the training because i see it's so important that that the skills and keeping up with the things is 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 crucial to success and and many many things that we recently did in the product uh feed into this um thinking I've seen so many things gone wrong from people that did not spend the time, that did not educate themselves like you did, Rick. Mm. And and this is actually, you know, scary and in, in some cases uh, also that motivates me to do, you know, to, to emphasize and to push uh, this training even, you know, for free to those bigger companies that need that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I, I kind of think that, um, what's that saying? Uh uh um a little knowledge is a dangerous knowledge you know because yeah uh you know if if you try to do seo by reading some i don't know some easy article from like you know 1990 i don't know whatever but you know if you learnt it wrong then it's so easy to penalize your your own site 
uh-huh. and, and, uh-huh. and, and and for that reason as well is is you know SEO is such a broad a broad dish really and you know mm-hmm. I, I like specializing in the penalties and keeping your you know keeping link profiles safe but mm-hmm. I haven't really got the time to do you know conversion rate optimization or PPC or things like that so so what I have is I, I have you know I have friends and co-workers who are brilliant at that kind of thing. Yeah, I've got like a, yeah. a brilliant CRO guy. You've got this Dawn Anderson who's wonderful at technical SEO. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the, the actual network of people I have. And everyone's really specialized. And I think that's the mistake people make is thinking that SEO is like, a you know, one niche that you can learn quickly. But yeah. I, th- I think what your training is going to do is is to basically do, you know, teach people about, you know what a link profile should look like what's natural and how they differ in different niches and yeah, things like yeah. that you know and, and to not uh, look at page rank what do you mean not at page rank <laughs> <laughs> i should you not every training we have this it's actually part of my my slide deck even for the associate training for for the one day training it was there uh so yeah i i i think you know that is something I cannot emphasize enough. And actually, I just remember a quote from a guy that we both know that we both don't like. His name starts with S, who once said that uh, SEO is not hard to learn because you can Google everything. You can find everything yourself. You just have to read those blog posts and then you know how to do SEO. Uh, And I think actually the exact opposite is the case i mm. think all the knowledge out there is dangerous and you know the redirect tests that i did last year yeah doing those uh, seeing you know the behavior of the redirects um made that position my opinion about all the published stuff online of about some some random blog posts even even firmer even more critically to that yeah actually that i, I think i was at brighton when i saw you do the talk about uh, about your redirect experiments mm-hmm. and uh, I actually thought that was one of your best ones actually uh, yeah. just because people people were going like what a 302 can work better than a 301 surely yeah. not you know and uh, I, I, I do often refer people uh, to that to the video of that of that mm-hmm. talk if they mm-hmm. you know start saying what should I do about yeah you yeah. know when I'm transferring my site to HTTPS or something like that mm-hmm. you know well, actually, people were shocked People yeah. were shocked. The people were were shocked. They called me a, a, a liar, a scammer, whatever. When I did a similar talk or about the same topic in New York a couple of weeks later, we had this huge shitstorm going on with some, you know, random anonymous haters. You know, you know, being a hater is is one thing, but being anonymous and not even showing a face to the hater is even worse. And those type of people started, you know, driving a, a huge train of tweets and, and shitstorming that idea and finding that I presented while the the presentation was still going on and that developed into a little bit more and more and more and i'm 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 all happy with the attention that led i'm not sure if you noticed that john muller to tweet the next or or the the day after the next day to tweet something like in his opinion seos fuss too much about redirects oh did you (laughs) hear that one no, I didn't. Or I might, I might have done. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I need to find, I need to dig that out. But actually, you know, uh, when you say it was one of my best presentations, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really pleased to hear that. I think it was not my presentation, but actually the controversy it created and the, maybe the, the change in, in thinking and, uh, yeah, just yesterday I redirected some stuff on my own company websites with the 302s because I firmly, I strongly believe that this is the better way to go. And I don't care, you know, um, about, you know, general thinking. And I think this is the, the problem um, in the 
SEO industry in some cases also just following, you know, everyone else's opinion from five or ten years ago. Um, testing. Yeah. I mean, you are a practitioner. You do stuff. You do fix the penalties. You see when the penalty goes away. You disavow the shitty links. You 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 work with it every day. You. You, you, you know what I mean. You, you feel it. You work with it. Uh, but I think a lot of uh, SEO knowledge, so to say, and recommendations come out of uh, pure theory or just re rehashing mm. stuff that was published online that I try to address with trainings. I mean, we always have had these case studies, right? Yeah. This is, I think. <clears throat> I mean, it was uh, it was an interesting over the weekend. I was uh, I was clearing a manual penalty uh, for somebody. And it was a site-wide manual penalty. And his traffic had just gone from like, you know, uh, something like 7,000 unique visits a day to zero. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> and so, so, the, so the guy was saying, well, you know, what do you suggest doing? And I said, well, let's get a disavow in today. Let's send a reconsideration request on, on Sunday. And let's get it cleared by Monday. That's the same for that, you know. So he said, can I see the disavow first? And he looked at it and he said, well, you know, that link's a good link. And, you know, and he, he kind of changed disavow. We, I, I said, look, it's not going to work. Uh, mm -hmm. And we submit it on Sunday. Um, and uh, and on Monday, we got got a, a a refusal straight away from Google saying, you're not having it back, you know. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh my God, what do I do? And I said, well, you know, you've got to ignore what Google's saying. You can't just concentrate on the links that are in, uh, you know, the sample links from the Google Search Console because yeah, that's yeah. all. He, that's all he was bothered about. Uh -huh, you know, he, uh -huh. he, you know, he had a load of PBN links, and I said, "Look, you're going to have to temporarily get rid of those links or disavow them just to get rid of this penalty because them links are uh -huh. very unnatural." You know, uh -huh. so uh -huh. so I kind of uh, I kind of submitted the uh, submit the dis disavow on Monday. I sent the reconsideration request off on Monday afternoon, and then late last night. Uh, it was revoked, mm -hmm. and Hard you know we, we we only did thank you, uh, <clears throat> but we only did that by, you know, not list you know because he was quoting the the Matt Cutts video from twenty thirteen saying, <laughs> yeah. you know, you've got to you've got to download a sample of your links from you know and try and find the iffy ones and that's how you get your penalty revoked. It's not true, you know. It's not true. It's bullshit. It's been around for, what, four years now, and Five. we actively promoted against this. We I hear this actually last night on Facebook in one German SEO community. The other guy comes around and, and talks about how he got his 10,000 links out of Google Search Console and that is so much work already uh, just to find out that we actually have 950,000 um, links for his domain. And yeah, what's that? One percent? No, it's even less than one percent. It's a one promille. I think you know, it's a little mm. bit of you know, if it would be alcohol, it would be a little bit fun already. But <laughs> but you know, not for an audit. And this, I'm not sure why Matt Cut said it back then. Maybe he didn't know better. But you know, some companies the ratio is even crazier. Where you you know, if you have hundred million links. It's even crazier. You only get a couple thousand out of Google Search Console, and they specifically call it a sample of links, right? Mm. There's nothing to, to misunderstand on that one. They say it's a sample of the links, right? In Search Console, it's mm. labeled like that. Yeah, I, I, I suppose they... I, d I don't know why he said that. I suppose he, you know, he wanted to give a solution that would work in theory, I suppose. And, uh, you know, mm. those, those unnatural links you probably knew about. 
but you know the, the reality for me back in 2012 was, was that I had I had three computers running SE NUKEX all the time, just automatically building shitty links. <laughs> so <laughs> so so I you know I wasn't going to save all that data. You know I wish okay. I had. I wish I had. I mean, yeah yeah of course you know. would make the cleanup easier then. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but I think uh, uh, th- this is the type of misinformation in the market. Um, there's a lot of, you know, on, the, on that point, you know, that video, okay, he couldn't have said, okay, there is this software here from this dude with the orange jacket in Austria that you can buy to, to, to look at links or, you know, use link data from here or there. Of course, Google only had that to offer. So maybe that's simply, you know, we kind of promote some product for that. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. And, and that was four years ago, like you said, it's, it doesn't go away. That's misinformation right. or, or mispractice and um are you you know i told you about the the, the car rental company heads that mm-hmm. increased their traffic five times just after doing a proper a full link audit and fixing broken links that's what you know rbbi and agency did it got the prize for the best seo campaign all that but i say to customers you know why you do, why would you like to have the chance go away? Why, why not even try to increase your traffic by doing a proper link audit? You know, no, we don't need to look at the links. But uh, who can afford to not have five times more traffic? Who does not want that? Right? Mm, yeah. This is something that, that I'm constantly puzzled with. And we're going to write about that and, and talk about that uh, a lot more in the, in, the, in the future because I'm really excited. Uh, because it's also a very, very popular brand, of course. Um, success stories like that are not shared that often. Why? Um, I suppose you know companies like Hertz don't really want to know that they had a crappy want people to know that they had a crappy link profile. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and you know it's, I, I I see this all the time. You know I mean I I, I one of my clients is a major uh, brand of uh, memory foam mattress in the in the mm-hmm. in the states. Um, and they they came to me with with their their main site and then kind of six blogs they've got as well. Each one had a site wide manual penalty, and uh, and I, I I looked I looked at the links and I just thought this is awful. You know, this is like they must have had like Indians doing the uh, mm-hmm. doing the SEO and sorry, I'm nothing against Indians, but they were no no. You know, you're referring to cheap labor countries, which by the way, yeah, are sure, the yeah. cheaper ones that I get right now. <laughs> Yeah, I also in Indians were quality, Philippines were worse. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but but no, seriously, that they there were lots of businesses based in uh, in, in these uh, offshore companies that did very cheap labour and they built crappy links all day, and that's what they'd done for this for this site. And uh, it was a job to clear them. Um, mm-hmm. I did five of them very quickly, um, and the two other two then turned into thin co- thin content penalties, and it was. And it was uh, it was just so much work, and uh, when 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 they were all fixed, I, I was stunned by the amount of traffic. It was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, th- I think I think one one of the blogs, uh, if you look at it on the SM, SEM rush, you know, what the organic traffic's worth, it's now something like it's it's nearly a million dollars a month, um, and that's that's what that one is, and then the the six other sites as well, and yeah. uh, you know, it, it's you know why people actually let themselves get into this kind of mess you know just by yeah. you know using using you know bad seo techniques uh-huh. and i think for that reason you know people don't want to you know people don't want their link profile to be seen mm-hmm. in public and mm-hmm. you know it's it's 
cool that Hertz did that and uh, allowed you to do it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, well, Thumbtack did it as well. They actually suggested to write a. I think it was Don Anderson, uh, by the way, uh, to 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 yeah, publish an yeah. updated one. Yeah, yeah, and they actively requested to you know write about it and talk about it and publish that to actually you know put this into perspective. And I think there's nothing wrong with saying uh, I was stupid. I didn't know better five years ago because no one knew better before Penguin came around. It was actually something that worked it was something that google didn't want people to do but they still did it and google allowed it to do so people were exploiting the let's say the softness or the inconsequential uh, behavior of google and made a lot of money with that there's nothing wrong with making a lot of money with something that works right mm-hmm. so i I, 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 but I agree, you know, that it might make some people concerned or put a wrong light on, on, on practices in the past. But the truth is, um, yeah, well, uh, I mean, if you think about them, uh, uh, I mean, I did a case study, one of my earlier ones about William Hill, uh, mm-hmm. the gambling, uh, betting company. Uh-huh. And, uh, um, we, we, you know, my case study showed and we knew all knew that they'd lost tons of visibility. Uh-huh. And, that, and then I think it was, uh, uh, Andrew Edwards uh, actually knew the knew the people and kind of met them at a conference, mm-hmm. a gam- gambling affiliate conference, and said, mm-hmm. "You know, uh, what about this loss of visib- visibility you've got?" And they were just like, "We haven't lost any visibility," <laughs> you know, and they yeah. just they just yeah. refused to talk about it at all. So, you uh-huh. know, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. and as you uh-huh. know, as you know, that had a very spammy link profile and they just of course of course mm. well especially gambling a lot of them have but i remember the expedia penalty also that bartosz gohalovich wrote about uh, uh in beginning of 2013 i think a month later their cfo or ceo uh, went public saying they didn't lose any visibility and and all kinds of tools and reports were wrong and they right. I think he said it in a way that they did they didn't have a dip in revenue or something like that. But that was a huge case and um I, I you know, whatever the, the PR behind this uh uh I, I totally understand. But uh in if you if you summed it all up, the whole industry learned a lot from all these cases. So there's I think uh, th- this other perspective to go and say this is what we learned and this is what we do better now and yeah. yeah. Well they they you know that might have been true they didn't have a dip in revenue because what happens sometimes when people uh, have have a penalty and they lose their organic traffic all of a sudden they get very good at ppc you know <laughs> which, yeah. which, which, which which i've always thought was google's uh, you know the whole point of it all along you know so they get people spending money on adwords <laughs> well you know that the eu just find google 2.4 billion yeah. and Five uh, percent of the revenue per day if they don't comply within a uh, end of August or something. So that's quite a, a, a harsh penalty already for a company that used to penalize other companies for so many years. I've been on national TV in Austria here talking about that, and um, whatever you know, Google claims uh, they have a business of selling ads. And even if they say oh, the organic doesn't work with the AdWords, of course, maybe technically they have some separation. But when you look at this from a business perspective, they have everything to do with each other. Because like you said, if the big guys drop, they buy more ads because yeah. they can. Yeah, Small guys drop and maybe not buy ads and go out of business. But that's those two things are tied to each yeah. other. And I think this is this power, this power to put the lights off 
in businesses is what the EU discovered and confirmed and decided of being dangerous, which I think is, wow, um, it's quite impressive for me to, you know, actually read about this judgment. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I thought that was very interesting, you know, and because uh, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I mean, Google is, it's just a website really isn't it you know it's uh yeah yeah <laughs> you know and it's uh but you know it's the one that everyone uses every day and uh yeah, yeah. And, and, they, and they're supposed to trust it and uh yeah you know. yeah yeah, no, no, so. but that's actually from the EU standpoint, too much power in one hand, a monopoly in, in Europe, often more than 90%. And you can't have a phone uh, without being a Google user, right? All the Android phones, you are required to have a Google account. Not so on the iPhone, but, you know, the yeah. market share for Android, the market share for browsers and Chrome, you cannot not use Google. That's the thing. And that is something that, um, yeah, uh, will will be interesting to watch in the in the. In the close future uh, what happens there <laughs> oh my god i see we've been rambling for 35 minutes here which is a little bit more than a 15 a 10 to 15 minutes that are planned to to be this um rick do you have a, a final tip a golden nugget a takeaway to share with the audience with the listeners so that we can wrap this up um <clears throat> i think the most important thing is uh is you've really got to realize and get over the fact that um you don't need your keyword in the anchor text to, uh, to rank to rank for that keyword so about a month ago i did a little test using the backlink profiler uh, the lrt tool and i was i was looking for which site in the states ranks for um, uh, dog food right um or i think it might have been by dog no i think it was just dog food and what it actually was it was oh, i've got some notes here it was uh, petco.com uh, they rank for dog food so I looked at their links and they've got 50,000 50, referring root domains uh, and they've got 97,000 links, you know. Um, so how many anchor texts do you think say dog food? Have a Zero. guess. One. <laughs> one. <laughs> one. Yeah, just mm -hmm. one link. And, and I think that's a no-follow as well. Um, but there's, there's actually 36 links that have dog food in them. But we're talking out of 97,000. This is incredible. And that, that is the first result in the States for dog food. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you've got, uh, if you're a plumber in London, uh, a plumber in Manchester, you know, if you're a plumber in Manchester, you don't need plumber in Manchester in 50 PBNs. Yeah. You, don't, yeah. you don't need yeah. it. So, so really, I think my tip is really, really look after your anchor text and just really keep it as natural as possible. Can I... Do one more little tip as well. Yeah, sure. It's just specific to uh, Link Detox. Um, is uh, I know you've got your uh, automatic uh, 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 um, anchor classifying tool now, mm -hmm. which is cool. Uh, but I do like to do a lot of it manually because I actually find that when I'm going through, I'm actually learning about the link profile. Yeah. You know, I, I, I see the negative SEO. I see the uh -huh. overdone keywords as uh -huh. I'm doing it. But every now and again, You'll have something in Chinese or Russian or something like that. There's a little, um, uh, a little, little add-on for for Chrome called uh, right-click and translate. Mm -hmm. uh, it's free, and all you do if you've got a bit of Chinese, you just right-click on it and it'll say what it is in English. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's really useful because quite often people just put that as other, but in actual fact, mm -hmm. quite often it will mean you know homepage or you know something like that. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. I, I find that really, really useful. In fact, if I ever use 
uh, link detox on somebody else's computer, it's really frustrating that it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that would be a good recommendation also to give to users. We actually wanted to build a translate function like that okay. for a while now. But if you can do it, just do it with this uh, translation extension, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't need to build it then. No, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's called right-click and translate. Cool. And I think it's available for Firefox as well. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. yeah I'm not going to build more Firefox or Chrome plugins after four of these extensions. I'm really, you know, I think we have a lot of functionality in the browser with our data already. But that is a great recommendation to give to users to use in the training. And you know, thanks again for this recommendation, guys, folks listening. You, you can tell that Rick knows his thing and has done so much work with Link Research Tools, fixing 68 manual penalties or 67 and about a hundred algorithmic. This is the guy to talk to regarding penalties and he's not cheap this is i think specialist knowledge guys that you cannot buy easily there is no shortage of money there's a shortage of people like rick in the world that actually know what they're doing and have the experience and have the knowledge and to work with you all right rick thank you very much and yeah i hope to see you very soon and uh wrap this up here bye bye everyone this was a special episode about penalties with rick lomas lt certified professional and expert and my name is christoph kemper from vienna austria founder of link research tools bye bye thank you <laughs>